This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You. Michelle Abraham, your host here today. Today, you guys, we're in for a treat. We're doing a behind the mic interview with Amy Riley from Courage of Leader. And we are so excited to have Amy here. She's just newly launched her podcast. Let me say hi to Amy first, and then I'll tell you a little bit more about the courage of a leader. Hi, Michelle. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Hey, Amy. Thanks for joining us. It's been great having you. And uh, oh my gosh, how are you feeling with your new podcast? Ah, it's been exciting. It's been exciting. It's been really rewarding to see it, hear it, watch it. Uh, come out and be launched. It's been a lot of work to get here, uh, but I'm proud of it. I'm super excited about the guests that I've had on the podcast. Uh, Great insights, inspiring stories to share. So it's just uh, been really nice to see it come to fruition. Yes. Awesome. And now I bet it's really exciting to see everyone's reaction to it too. Yes, it has been. The feedback, seeing people post reviews, uh, it's really great. And it's great to see that others are just as impressed and inspired by the leaders that I've interviewed and had on the show as I was. Oh, that's so awesome. And I I was going to uh, look you on LinkedIn. I was going to go comment on some things on LinkedIn with you. And I was looking for it on LinkedIn. And all of a sudden I was like bombarded. My whole search page was full of people that were posting about your podcast. Oh, Yes. (laughs) Yes. The network came through. Yeah. Many were were not only writing their own reviews, but, but sharing it out so that it got to more listeners. That's awesome. Well, guys, I've we've dove right into Amy's excitement of having a newly launched podcast, but let me just tell you a little bit more about Amy, you guys. So Amy is an internationally renowned speaker, author, and consultant. She has got over two decades of experience developing leaders at all levels. So her some of her notable clients have been Cisco Systems, Deloitte, and Google Drive, as among many, many others. And so Amy's podcast is called The Courage of a Leader. And so what's really great about Amy's podcast is that she's having these amazing conversations with CEOs and experts in in their in their businesses and it's as such a cool I would say it's a different take on podcasts kind of than like the typical interview that you see mm-hmm. on a lot of shows. And so Amy your background is in like organizational development and training and development and your behavioral analyst and certified in all sorts of other like Myers Briggs type things and a Tara Co international coach. So you have so much yeah. experience in there. And I think that's really great the way that you're bringing together these interviews, not to mention that your book is also a number one bestselling 
bestseller and it's called the courage of a leader as well but it's the courage of a leader how to inspire engage and get extraordinary results so i love that you kind of mirrored that in the podcast too so um just so cool to see like how you brought your experience and your work together into your podcast so can you share with us the journey like what inspired you to start your podcast in the first place yeah yeah so like you said i've been doing this job of leadership development consultant and coach for over two decades now. And I would say in the last several years, uh, I wanted to find a way to reach more leaders, more than just, you know, CEOs one-on-one, more than just the hundreds of leaders that I was interacting with in the leadership development programs that I was leading. And that led me to first write the book. And I wanted to talk about the courage that it takes to be an effective leader. And I was going to say these days, but it's, it's always been Mm -hmm. true. Uh, Every time that I have been impressed or inspired by a leader, Michelle, I saw that they were demonstrating true personal courage, doing the work inside of themselves in order to create something extraordinary out in our world. So I wanted to share the messages about that and reach millions of people, not just hundreds of people annually. So first was the book, uh, and then came the Courage of a Leader podcast. I just wanna share those inspiring stories, that pragmatic advice. Being a leader is not an easy job, and I wanna support leaders in doing that job. Mm, I love that. So do you think that having courage is a mandatory trait to become a, a great leader? I do. I do. Yeah. If, if, if you want to be an extraordinary leader, that's really uh, making the results that you want and need happen in the world then we've got to be willing to be authentically ourselves. We've got to be willing to say what needs to be said. We need to to take risks. Um, We often need to do work on our own thoughts, intentions, processing, so that we can show up powerfully, um, share clear messages, Mm -hmm. and um, be bold and get the extraordinary results. Yeah, that's so awesome. What is the one thing that you hope that comes from these conversations for your listeners? Oh, I want listeners to walk away from every podcast with, oh, that is a piece of advice that I can take and I can apply immediately. And that we're sharing examples that are detailed and rich enough that you could see this is how it would apply in my world. I could do that with this project. I could do that with this relationship. That you walk away from every episode with tangible stuff that you can take and, and, and go do yes. as a result of listening. 
I love that. I remember when we were in the the planning stages of this with you, that that was really, really important to you that people didn't just come and listen and got information that they got something that then they could implement and actually make a difference in something they're doing and and apply it to their, their work right away. So I love that because that's so intentional then that you put, you're putting the work in that that's going to, they're going to extract something from there that is super valuable. And I, I think that's been a, a, definitely a contribution to your show's success so far is that people feel like they're they're getting some really great um, not just information but really great strategies and, and things that they can and apply right away all right yeah that is definitely the intention and you're right I need to be thinking about that throughout this process right and making sure that during the podcast recordings I'm asking the questions so that we get to the piece of advice the example the technique the insight that the leaders listening can take forward That's amazing. And if we can just share with our audience for a second, Amy, your podcast came out of the woodwork with gangbusters on you launched in the top 100 of a very, very, very competitive category careers in like five or six different countries. So congratulations to you. That was huge. Yeah, that's huge. Everyone strives to be a top 200 podcast. Yours is landing in the top 100. And uh, this is just something to really celebrate and congratulations on that yeah yeah um people heard the cry for support right (laughs) we can get this out to more leaders we can we need courageous leaders in our world and if we share about this and this podcast becomes a top ranked podcast then we reach more leaders more people get the the support that they need and boy, don't we need some courageous leaders right now. Yes. <laughs> and if you guys haven't listened to Amy's podcast yet, you have to go and listen um, for the amazing content. But also in the intro, if I must say, Amy, you have a yeah. very unique lion roar. <laughs> and I just love that because <laughs> first time I heard it and I was like, oh my gosh what was that? Oh, it was a lion roaring. It like, feels like you get like empowered in that. Like, yes, <laughs> get excited. I I, I'm glad you said I, I do. I love the lion roar. <laughs> <laughs> so ah, let's awesome. go. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think that's just like, uh, it's, it's kind of like, okay, team, like, let's do this. Like, let's, let's, let's be courageous leaders. And I think you're really creating a movement of courageous leaders that can, um, you know, we need courageous leaders more than anything and, um, and, and helping people find that courage within themselves, uh, by listening, I think it's going to just make a huge impact in the world. Yes. Let's ignite the courage of a leader, everyone. Yes, I love it. So Amy, what's one piece of advice that you can share with our audience that's really helped you um, in getting this podcast up and going for one? And then two, also like in your business and your success in your career so far. Oh, excellent. Um, yeah, this might not sound too exciting, but it's exciting when it's in place. And that's process. Mm-hmm. When I first started my business, um, my leadership development programs, the experiences that I create, it's all custom. So at first I thought, you know, I'm going to interact with every client differently. This is, this is no two programs are alike yet. 
I realized that there are processes you want to have in place. There is something that you want to do with clients near the beginning of every engagement, something you want to do at, in the middle, something that you want to do annually. I, and I have one of my clients, I have been working with them since the very beginning. I have 22 folders in my computer uh, working with this client. And I would say I would contribute that to some of the processes that I do with my clients annually to stay in touch, to make sure I'm up to date on their goals, um, their strategies. You know, my contacts at that client have changed a handful of times, but the relationship continues because of process. And boy, oh boy, is it process to launch and uh, keep track of a podcast. No, what do you mean? You don't just put it up there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, yeah, just, and and I thought, well, I, you know, I have a team. This is, this will be great. They'll be helping me out with this. And they are, and it is great, Mm -hmm. but there's, there's a lot of communication and back and forth and what works. And we tried it that way. Now let's do it this way to make sure that each podcast guest is getting the experience that we want them to have all along the way from considering scheduling a recording to following up a court, you know, three months later, what's happened since we recorded the episode, any updates for the listeners. Yeah. And I think it's really brilliant what you're taking the time to build the process to nurture the relationship. And I think I had a conversation with someone a few weeks ago that I had on my podcast and she's like, you know, I've been on so many podcasts and I've had so many podcasts. It's unbelievable how many people that, you know, this is the beginning of a relationship. It's not like the end point. So the lack of follow-up on a lot of podcasters out there right now is becoming a bit of a thing. And so, Uh, (laughs) you know, we don't want to get ourselves a bad reputation here for not following up with our guests and continuing that relationship because it really is the first, maybe the first or a continuation of a relationship. But I love that you're putting the emphasis on that process in your podcast. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you for, uh, as my podcast production partner <laughs> for the, the ideas and, and some of the templates for, for doing so. Yeah, well, you're welcome. It's been so much fun working with you, but also we've learned a lot from working with you too because your background, because of your background and your your ability to put processes in place, it's been really great to um, you know work with you in seeing some of the things that we were like. Okay, so we should probably have a better process for this. <laughs> so it's opened up some uh, some some blind spots for us, which has been really great as well, and which is awesome because we're always striving for better and you know more efficiency and and also. So making sure our clients are feeling supported throughout the whole way. So I love how you're taking that from your podcasting guests and also nurturing that relationship. And, you know, who knows, potential business could come from that as well. And that's something that I think a lot of people don't really think about when you're going into starting a podcast is all about the platform and the content, but actually one of the things that we've been very successful at in our podcasting experiences is, is actually taking that podcast and using it as an amazing tool to help grow your business through the relationships that you're making on the podcast itself. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, quite frankly, I am having some impressive 
highly successful executives on as guests uh, on the podcast. And I would love to work with them in a variety of ways going forward. Yeah. How are you finding the guests for your show? Because you're looking for certain qualities in them. Are you, is it through your already existing network or is it, are you reaching out in some other way? Yeah, uh, right now it's been mostly from my existing network. I did some work when I was in the process of writing the Courage of a Leader book in uh, connecting with executives that were outside of my network. And I interviewed over 35 executives for the book. Uh, So uh, many of them have been invited to be guests on the podcast. And then you start asking those amazing leaders Mm -hmm. who else should be on the podcast. And uh, then the circle widens from there. Amazing. One of the things I love about podcasting is that networking ability because you have this platform now it's very appealing for people to become, to come on. And now who else do you know that should be on this podcast that I can, you know, celebrate them and, you know, showcase them to the world. So what a cool um, way of also looking at it, but a tool, I think that's very much underutilized in the podcasting space is using this as an, as a door, as an invitation to open doors um, and reach out to new people in your network. Yes, exactly. And I'm excited now that there are listeners out there, right? And they and they see the kinds of guests and conversations that we're having on the podcast, diving into an aspect of leadership uh, that we'll be able to ask listeners. Absolutely. Who, do you, who, who do you who do you want to hear uh, from in this format? Mm, love it. I love it. So Amy, what, um, what is one thing you wish you knew before you started a podcast? Two, two things. The first thing that came to mind was how much work it is. And that doesn't (laughs) seem very fun and inspiring now though (laughs) to to, to, to share, but I, I mean, listen, it was, it was work. I wanted to dive into because I really wanted this to be a high quality, take tangible takeaways away without having to sift through 50 minutes, 45 minutes of content, right? How how do we keep this as concise and powerfully packed Mm -hmm. as possible? So yeah, yeah, be prepared. Um, to to do the work and know what you what your end product um, look what you want it to look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really good point because I think um, people here they need a podcast so they go and put one together real quick and then those are the people that are gone before twenty episodes hit. So I really admire the amount of thought and consideration that went into the pre-production and and creation of your show that just shows us that that's why it's successful now it's why it's launched so well in the charts and why people are going to be listening to it for a long time (laughs) i think that is a big piece that goes into uh that's sometimes missed (laughs) well i'm i'm glad you're saying that because um i know uh 
it was a lot of work that we did together when I was like, okay, I'm thinking this, what about this? Why this? Would we do it this way? So, you know, we were uh, exploring and considering different approaches together. Yeah. One of the things that I, I think is great what you did too, is you actually plan this pretty far out instead of just like 30 days or, you know, three weeks to go and let's do this. It was several months of preparation and thinking about it and curating the ideas and the relationships and things like that. So I think that was really well done too. Uh, I like that, how you took your time and and it really was really thoughtful and intentional about the creation of it. Thank you. Yes, that was the intent. (laughs) I'm not good at the last minute flurry. So I did not want to set myself up for that. Right. You definitely set yourself up for success. (laughs) Great job. That's awesome. So Amy, I'd love to ask what books are, what book are you reading currently? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So currently I'm in between books because I have been podcast launch focused, Uh, but I actually would love to tell you, and I have it here, uh, the book, I recently finished reading A World Without Email. Ooh, I've heard of that. Uh, yeah, Reimagining Work in an Age of Communication Overload. This is a fascinating book by Cal Newport. And I think it's really interesting to read right now um, where we're at with our journey with the pandemic. So much about how we work, where we work, what we want to work on and why has been turned on its head. And Cal is also questioning, like, why do we rely on email so much? I mean, Michelle, I am talking to leaders all day and it, you know, being pinged in their various inboxes is the bane of some people's existence and some work is not designed for email mm-hmm. right? making those decisions you know, you use different tools at Amplify You to work with your podcast hosts, right? And we usher ourselves through the steps in the podcast creation process by using different folders in Dropbox, Mm -hmm. right? And you know, when I upload something there, then you're ready for your next step. And then you push out an episode and an audiogram to me and then my social media folks have access to that and then they take and do their next step and we don't have to be mm-hmm. emailing and creating different interrupting pings right emails great it's a lot better than taking these papers and putting them in an inner office <laughs> envelope right <laughs> which wouldn't work today at all because you know the person you want to send it to might not be in the office but Yeah, just it's an interesting opportunity to think about how we work, where we work, um, how it's structured. I'm um, I'm writing an ebook, how to build a happy and successful hybrid team Mm. and become ten times more productive. Mm, I like it. I will look forward to 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 reading that when you when you have that. And then this is the next book. I haven't cracked it open yet, but somebody recommended it. And you know my passion for courage. So this is Finding Inner Courage by Mark Nepo. Awesome. So that's what's happening next. 
Ooh, that sounds that looks like a juicy one. So if for those of you that are literally look yeah, at those ones that, for those of you that are listening and can't see, there's oranges on the cover of it. There's that. That's why I said it looked juicy. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Literally and figuratively, yes. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. I wonder uh what kind of courageous things will come out of uh come out of that book. So I love, love, thank you for sharing. I always love to hear about new books and books people are reading, and then also, you know. Uh, with the email. Interesting, interesting, interesting. And I specifically did not want to communicate on an email with our clients when we hit over like 10 clients. Cause I was like, if I have a hundred clients, I'll email them here once. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go crazy. And it's interesting. And now I think the average person has like three or four email addresses I heard. Like, so it's not just one you're looking at, you're looking at a whole bunch, like crazy. Yeah. yeah. I try to back yes. out of my inbox as much as possible. <laughs> well, yes. And just how many ways that the send it out, reply all uh, doesn't work. And it's interrupting folks in the middle of other work. And they're, yeah, they're different tools. There are Trello boards, discussion threads, yeah. you know, where it doesn't have to be reply all. <laughs> It's interesting that we're talking about this because just before I came on to this interview with you, I was looking at my inbox and I'd opened a few emails, but I wasn't able to reply right away. And I was just, the thought went through my head. Why am I looking at this right now when I know I can't reply? I'm going to forget about these things by the time I'm done. I'm going to have to go back. And so it was interrupting my my flow. So I'm like, I'm going to put in a reminder or like a notice on my email and only look at it once or twice a day, I think moving forward. Cause I, yeah, it was interesting that I, that just went through my head not that long ago today <laughs> going, Oh gosh, I'm going to forget about these. Well, and all the interruptions that we have and we try to do this task and then we switch to this task and then we switch to that one not great for our brains. Our brains are not that great at doing that. It, it needs a moment to unfile and reopen files for what you're doing now. And over time that diminishes our mental capability. You can definitely see in the the moment, right? Our, 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 Our focus isn't, um, as great as it could be. Yeah, that's so interesting. Notice even like I'll be in the middle of writing an email and I'll switch to go do something. Like, what am I doing? I had to, I feel like literally pull myself back, finish the email. Focus. <laughs> Focus is as hard as leaders. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Well, Amy, this has been so fun getting to know a little bit more behind the mic of your podcast, seeing your success in your launch. What do you hope with your podcast um, as it's going out into the world um, and we talked about this a little bit already, but what is your hope um, in inspiring people, motivating people? What do you want? What, what do you want them to do? Yes. Um, I want them to be inspired to step into the full power of their leadership. I call it a leadership legacy. Michelle, Ooh, I love um, yeah, I talk about it in an early episode. I, I heard that episode. I was just going to say, I'm like, you have to listen to, I think it's episode two or three that you talk about that in there. And it's good because you have some really great nuggets in that episode. Yes. And I try to pr- provide some real examples of leadership legacies that have come to life. It's the defined purpose for your leadership. And everyone has one. 
We just need to uncover what that is. Right? And our leadership legacy is something that takes advantage of our strengths and our passions. Right? It's something that we can live into and start leaving behind immediately. And when we are allowing our decisions, our behaviors, our actions day to day, be guided by a commitment that's bigger than ourselves, then we are called to be bigger, right? We look to that leadership legacy for guidance, and then it, it has us doing some of the bold stuff, right? Some of the big stuff, because uh, we're, we're guided by something that's bigger than our ego or any normal human considerations. So, uh, clarify, define that leadership legacy mm. and, and, and step into it. Ooh, I love that. Uh, it's so, so powerful Le- thinking about the legacy that you're going to leave and leading with that. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. so incredible, Amy. Well, it's just been so great chatting with you. Is there anything last, any last words you want to leave with our audience today? Hmm. Um, this is this is top of mind because I saw it in a number of the reviews that were coming through on the podcast. There's a quote that I'm working to make famous. So we've all probably heard Peter Drucker's quote, uh, culture eats strategy for breakfast. And if we haven't heard it, we get what it means. Right? Culture eats strategy for breakfast. The quote I want to make famous is, Belief eats behavior for breakfast because <laughs> powerful leadership is not about getting some set of behaviors exactly right. Mm-hmm. It's much more about our beliefs, our intentions, our perspectives on someone or something or the work, what we're trying to accomplish. Right? Are those beliefs empowering? Are they self-fulfilling? Right? Are they going to com- Are they going to propel us? forward. So belief eats behavior for breakfast. And there were a number of people who called that out uh, after listening to me share that in one of the episodes. They're like, yeah, yes, yes, I believe that too. Well, you heard it here second on Amplify You guys, <laughs> that belief <laughs> eats behavior for breakfast by Amy Riley. So that's make sure right. You quote that. I love that quote, Amy. That is awesome. It's so visual. And I think, you know, the beliefs, when you have the belief, the behavior changes, right? So yes, none yes. gone, right? Yeah. Yes. So if we do the belief work, yeah, we don't have to worry about the behavior work. It's gone. It's been eaten for breakfast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so, exactly. so much, Amy. And now you can find Amy's podcast on obviously every podcasting platform there is out there, but also go check out courageofaleader.com. That's where Amy's website is. You can find out more about her, how you can work with her, collaborate with her and see more about her podcast and listen to more episodes there as well. Anywhere else you'd like to send them, Amy? No, that's, that is perfect, Michelle. Thank you for this conversation today. And thank you for your partnership in producing this podcast all along the way. You are so welcome. We're excited to see your success and can't wait to have you back again in a year from now and hear all the wonderful stories of the incredible leaders and lives you've changed. So thank you so much, Amy, for being here today and we'll talk to you soon. My pleasure. Thank you. Bye. 
Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.